This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So, we're waiting for... uh Will, but is Ira on? Is he on? What's up, Ira? I routed my call through Uzbekistan to beat your phone system. (laughs) I know I'm being blocked by 790 the ticket. I know when you have the heat station, this was going to happen. And and I know yesterday the whole deal was no Dion Waiters talk. We'll try to go without Dion Waiters talk today, fellas. Yeah, we can't do it. We can't do it. Um, What what do you, like... You know what? I've always said that Dion has had a problem because in his mind he felt that he was a starter. And in this organization and on this team, a starter doesn't mean anything, and they don't view it as Dion does. And the disconnect between them was they always thought that he could get substantial amount of minutes even if – he wasn't a starter, and he didn't see it that way. And that's kind of where this all the, – that's the starting point of this. Yeah, you know what, Leroy? I'll, I'll give you a sort of a, a little heads up here. What, what happened is Aaron Spolster put together a heat sort of a team guide this year. And one of the main points he gave, I think it was six points to his players, one of them was, in quotes, celebrate a teammate's success. Mm-hmm. In other words, we're going to be selfless. We're all going to be in this together. Mm-hmm. Dion has been the antithesis of this. And, and here's the thing. And again, I almost wish, wish I was Rich Paul, his agent, not for the 4% salary cut on the $52 million contract, but for this reason. I just wish I was his agent and could sit down with him and saying, you had every opportunity this season. Jimmy Butler missed the first three games of the season. Right. Goran Dragic has been out with his groin injury. Justice Winslow doesn't play more than he does play. Derek Jones almost never plays. Whether it was being a starter or playing behind this undrafted kid named Kendrick Nunn, it was all there for you, just in a different form. I mean, that's what the Heat's been. As good as the starters have been, Tyler Hero not starting. Everyone knows who Tyler Hero is. Goran Dragic not starting. Goran Dragic having one of his best years in years, really, rivaling almost his all-star season right now. Kelly Olynyk with his moments off the bench. So many guys getting noticed on the second team. But his ego could not deal with the fact that he wasn't a starter. That the guy at Syracuse, who's decided his nickname should be Kobe Wade, wasn't being cast that way. And Leroy, here's the irony. Today, LeBron James arrives with the Los Angeles Lakers. If you remember, when he left the Miami Heat in 2014, and he issued that open letter about how glad he was to be back in Cleveland, and he mentioned so many Cavaliers players, he did not mention (laughs) Dion Waiters. You think he did that purposely? Purposely, absolutely, because within six months of arriving, Dion Waiters was gone. They traded him. So LeBron James, who I think we all can agree is a basketball savant, 
saw something in Deion Waiters that made him say, this guy can't be a championship-level player. We have to do something else. So maybe here, now you have to sort of sit back and go, wow, LeBron James noticed something that the great Pat Riley didn't. And I think that's sort of an interesting point. The irony is Deion Waiters' two suspensions during the regular season both came on the eve of the only two games of the season against LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. Ira, I think the question that all Heat fans are going to ask, and I know you've been asked a lot, whether it be in social media or whatever the case may be, is will Deion Waiters ever play for the Heat again? How can he? How, how, number one, how can he? It's like, you know, even I think we all agree, three strikes and you're out. Mm-hmm. Three suspensions during the season. But, Will, here's the hardest part. You can hide a player. You know in this league they've asked players to stay away. When they didn't work with Carmelo Anthony in Houston, they basically said, well, try for a deal. If not, here's all your money. That's the most likely outcome with Dion is we will pay you. We understand the Players Association has appealed the first two suspensions. They certainly will appeal this one as well. But how can you have a locker room where he's sitting there? How can you have a locker room where you talk about selflessness, where you talk about mm-hmm. sacrifice for teammates, and he's in your team meetings, he's in your video sessions, he's on your team plane, he's on your team bus? That's the next challenge now for Eric Spolster, Pat Riley, and Andy Ellisberg is how do you arrange an end game? And here's the problem with the NBA. This isn't the NFL. You can't just cut someone exactly. and wash the salary yeah. away. And as long as the salary is on the books, which it will remain right now, he becomes a tradable asset as a salary. Dave Hyde uh, pointed this out in his blog this morning at the Sun Sentinel. If you want to trade for a high-end player, a $25 million player, Kevin Love kind of player, if you add Dion's $12 million and Justice's, not just using him as an example, $13 million, you get to $25 million. So he becomes someone else's headache. This league is replete with, with stories of guys who've been traded, him back. never showed up to their other team. That's what they do. Yeah. You think Cleveland, you think that could go full circle? I don't know because the Cleveland deal would be Kevin Love, and Kevin Love would be uh, you know going into 2021 free agency. So if you make a trade for Kevin Love kind of player, you're saying this is our team pretty much going forward. We're not Mm going to have the chance to get Giannis or Kawhi Leonard in 2021. I think they would rather have a guy who has two years left. So they'd rather have LaMarcus Aldridge or DeMar DeRozan. The thing is, if Deion Waiters is not a Heat player and not a Pat Riley player, can you imagine him as a Greg Popovich player? I mean, that ain't happening. So again, if they tell him, hey, just don't show up, there's two other options here. They could, I believe that Deion's people will cast this as sort of maybe a mental health issue. So there might be some sort of out there because once it becomes uh, an injury waiver, something like that, doesn't have the wherewithal, maybe you get relief there, number one. I I think the second thing is there is something in the collective bargaining agreement, the nuclear option. I think it's Article 9, it has a name, where you can cut a player for simply not meeting NBA standards. No one has used it. Once you use something like that and go to the Player Association for the fight of your life, I wonder how other players would look at you where they'll go, well, wait a minute. We're not the NFL. We're the League of Guaranteed Contracts. And now you're trying to get out of your word? I think that hurts you down the road in free agency also. So this is – you know what, guys? Maybe you can point to something else, the, the, the unsuccessful drafting of Michael Beasley at number two, the way Hassan Whiteside ended. 
But I would have to think this is one of the most bitter pills that Pat Riley has had to swallow in his four-plus decades in the NBA to have the faith in this guy that he was resurrected like Pat has resurrected so many others and to have it turn to this degree so sour. I mean, him and Hassan? You think he felt the same way about Hassan? Yeah, but Hassan at least showed up and played, and he might have brooded, but he brooded and he gave you a double-double. And I don't think he was ever this much of a distraction. I mean, and also Hassan, the last couple of years, the Heat were nominal. They were marginal. Whatever. We're not going anywhere. It's, I mean, look, I don't, I don't mean this in a bad way. It's the flagship station of the Heat. But we've been talking now for over five minutes. This Heat team is off to a remarkable start. They are the feel-good story of the yeah. NBA, and yet you wake up on a morning like this on Lakers game. When Will Manso is going to start drinking at 5.30 before fans can even get into the building yes. at 6. And to, celebrate, <laughs> yes. and to celebrate a night like this, that Will's off tonight, so it's okay. And yet we're talking about this. I just think Pat Riley, you know, should be waking up in the best of moods these days. Instead, you have something like this. That's why I think they waited till so late in the night this time. That's why they waited till after yeah. 11 p.m. last time with the suspension. And there's this no shoot around today. There's no shoot around today. Yeah. Yeah. You just it's, And today, again, you know, Will, how it's going to work. Eric's going to do his 515, his pregame conference. Tim Donovan, the PR executive, is going to walk in. He's going to go, guys, we've issued our statement. No questions on Dion. But then you're on pins and needles because then we go into the locker room. You start asking UD, now you got to have the captain about this. It doesn't go away. It really yeah. is unfortunate for the other 15 guys under contract to this team. So our, when, when, when we started the show today, we were trying to think, when was the last big game of this nature Non where big the heat three. non big non three, big yeah. three when the heat were during the regular season yeah during the regular season when when the heat were talking when there was a lot of talk nationally about a game a regular season game you know i i know it, it, it seemed nominal at the time but i think through the outcome of a game was even earlier this year when they played the rockets on that sunday six o'clock game and remember they were up at like 41 points at the end of the first quarter and I think that's the moment when you realize, hey, this might be a little bit special. And the crazy thing is, from this season's perspective, is this is the thing that sort of blows my mind. The Heat tonight will only for the second time all season play a team with a winning record at home. The Rockets are the only team with a winning record the Heat have faced at American Airlines Arena. So, in a way, God bless the 11-0 start. But it's like, if this was the college football committee, for example, I don't know if the Heat would be voted into the playoff at the moment based on strength of schedule. Right now, they play this mid, mid-major schedule. They're playing out of the MAC or something like that. So, I think for this season, it was the Rockets game earlier this year that had the buzz. Otherwise, I think they've been ceremonial moments. Dwayne Wade returning in that game against Milwaukee. Remember when they traded for him at yeah. the trading deadline two years ago? That was an incredible national buzz. Mm-hmm. That was an incredible national moment. And then probably last year, two games, the home finale against the 76ers, Dwayne Wade's triumphant home finale, and then the triple-double in Brooklyn, Dwayne Wade's final game. But you're right, they've been for ceremonial moments yeah. more than they've been as, hey, entire NBA, come look at us. 
Now tonight, the entire NBA will come look at the Heat. And remember, folks, be there to come look at the Heat. Please, 7, 7 o'clock. o'clock yeah. Not 8 o'clock like it says on your ticket. Ira, how much do you think outside of Miami? I think I think in this town we're buying in. I think people are excited. I think people see some genuine change and, and headed in the right direction. But how much do you think nationally people are looking at the 18-6 and 6 record, the 11-0 start at home and saying, eh, they're okay. I mean, I mean, I don't know if I buy into them right now. You no, know, Will, you need you need signature wins. So again, that's what I'm saying. The only signature home win is against the Rockets, which was impressive. The signature road win probably was the overtime game in Toronto when they looked so impressive. But you need to stack those games. You need to sort of put yourself on top of the morning report that hey, the Heat beat team X, Y, and Z. This is the second quality Western team they've hosted this season. Yeah. So I think they need to get more honestly strength of schedule quality victories like this. That's why these next two to me are so interesting. Like you mentioned in the previous segment, not only do the Heat get the Lakers tonight, but they play the Dallas Mavericks on the second night of a back-to-back tomorrow. The Mavericks are off tonight after playing yesterday in Mexico City. Relatively short flight for them also. So again, four of the Heat's six losses have been the second night of back-to-back. At Minnesota, at the Lakers, at the Sixers, at the Celtics. Here's the other stat that even never happened in the LeBron era. This is the deepest into the season the Heat have ever gone without consecutive losses. I think these next two days will say something about this team also, although we have to temper that by saying they're also without Dragic and they're without Winslow, so they hardly are whole as well. Yeah, it is a challenge. It's going to be fun. I know, Ira, you'll be covering it there tonight. You can always find Ira's great work for the South Florida Sun Sentinel. You can follow him on Twitter at at Ira Heatbeat. Ira, we appreciate the time. We'll see you there tonight. Thanks, Ira. I'll, I'll be sitting next to you, Will, but I'll be having the Virgin Bloody Mary. <laughs> yes, I, I, I will have the Roman Coke. Take exactly. care. You got it. That's, All right, that this is just a uh, damn V8. Uh, but you know, it's a V8, but it's a, that's that's you that kind of feeling. You know what? There's nothing that makes me want to throw up than drink, the smell. I don't, I don't drink tomato juice. The smell of that. I don't drink tomato. That juice. cocktail. Yeah, I, I don't juice. drink Bloody Marys. That's not. That's, oh, I, I'm most. I'm most. Not, now we're talking. I'm not drinking anything I'm with a vegetable in it. I have to think that one over. By the way, that was 15 Minutes of Heat brought to you by Brandsmart USA. Buying the Brandsmart Wave for the holiday season means the lowest prices and the largest selections of TVs, appliances, mattresses, cell phones, and more. Visit your local Brandsmart USA store today. Also by Comcast. Get the speed, coverage, and control you need with Xfinity X5. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.